Are you ready? Steady. Welcome to Startline. Every journey is different, but they all start with Startline. We're here to edutain you about the world of dog agility. The sport has changed rapidly in just a few years we have been a part of it. Join us as we discuss our journeys, share our successes, laughs, and failures. We will be joined by special guests, and our hope is for you to help us grow the sport we love. Episode 6. Go! It's Kara. And Michelle. And we're here today. We're super excited because we stumbled into this episode and it couldn't be more appropriate. So Michelle and I posted on some of the agility forums. We wanted to help people in the pandemic figure out what they are doing with their dogs from all different levels. So whether you have a puppy at home and you've never done agility and you have no equipment to you're super experienced, but you have no equipment to you're medium, but you tend to have equipment and you can enter in certain they're doing online trials there's a whole gamut of things that you can be doing with your dogs right now and we wanted to inspire people um, to reach out to those resources so that you can figure out what to do with your dogs but upon that our good friend morgana who happens to be a boxer owner or you know awesome <laughs> yay boxers she said oh hey have you heard about this program that's going on right now and I said, what? And she said, the power of positivity. And she described a little bit about to me, and she said that it was from Grace Heck, who I've become friends with on Facebook, and Stephanie Rayner, who I've actually trialed under. I didn't tell you that in our little pre-interview. Um, cool. at, yeah, at Holland in Connecticut. So we'll introduce them in a second. But um, I'm in the pet industry, as you guys know, and I'm really passionate about helping us survive and pivot and bringing together a community and helping others because most of us are not deemed essential, in fact, all of us, including grooming in many states, which I disagree with, I found that we're struggling and a lot of us are sole proprietors or independent contractors and the unemployment situation has been a mess. The loans have been difficult and challenging waters for us to navigate. And when I found out that Stephanie and Grace had started this Power of Positivity fundraiser for trainers, which they're gonna discuss, I was like, this is it. This. We need to bring them on, we need to discuss this, and we need to share this to everybody beyond the agility community because if you're sitting at your home right now with your two-year-old lab on your couch and you've been interested in agility, you need to support these trainers because they're your future outlet for your dog and for you. So with that, I'm going to introduce Grace Heck and Stephanie Rayner and let them take it away and explain some things and we're going to have a conversation about what they're doing and I'm sure we're going to slide down some rabbit holes. <laughs> So Grace, you want to take it away? Awesome. Thank you so much for having us on. Um, this has kind of been like a whirlwind uh, three days for me. That's all that we've been doing the power of positivity for so far. Um, for those of you who don't know me and haven't seen me spamming Facebook with my power positivity fundraiser, um, I'm Grace Heck. I run Hounds of Heck Dog Training. I'm also extremely lucky to be employed full-time by Regeneron Pharmaceuticals, who happens to be working on a cure for COVID-19. Um, so that's great. But as part of that, I realized that I'm in a very unique situation where I can see what's happening to fellow trainers in the agility community, but I'm sort of a little bit untouched by it because I do still have my salary. So that's kind of where I wanted to come in and, and help some things. Um, and just for anybody who hasn't seen me around at Dream Park or uh, Pittman, because I'm down in the Philly area, I started in this sport seven years ago, taking classes with my mixed breed mutt Riley. Um, today, I have four dogs. Two of them are mixed breeds. Two of them are border collies. Uh, I made the America Z Creep Team USA this year. 
hoping we're going to Brazil in October, fingers crossed. Um, but for anybody that's out there with a stressed down dog or an off breed dog, that's where I started out. My two were stressed down dogs. I had the cereal we've pulled pooper and here I am, <laughs> uh, representing team USA. So hang in there. Um, those dogs are gold and they will teach you everything you need to know. And then when you get your, uh, more motivated to train dog, you'll feel like you're just smooth sailing. <laughs> that's just, am- I mean, just to pause right there, that's inspiring. So we've been doing, I've been doing agility probably about a year and a half less than you. And wow, uh, to go from two, you know, stressed down dogs, I have a stressed down dog, but she was my third agility dog. So that's a different challenge, but that's just kudos to you. That's fantastic. That's super inspiring for me to be like, okay, she's done a lot with her short agility <laughs> career. I need to get my butt in gear. So anyways, Stephanie, uh, yeah, that's OCD, <laughs> a little obsessive about agility. I it's love funny. it. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you guys so much for having us. Um, super excited to be here. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, uh, I'm Stephanie Rayner. Um, I've been around for quite a long time now. Um, I had the pleasure to get started in agility about 20 years ago. Um, my mom was a dog trainer and she did agility. And so I got started when I was just seven years old with a little Pathion, um, who taught me a heck of a lot. He was a feisty little guy who was always very quick to yell at me when I was doing something wrong. Um, since then, I have handled um, Cavalier King Charles Spaniels, um, Border Collies, Australian Shepherds, um, have been on the European Open team with my Border Collie Spree a couple of times. Um, I now judge for the AKC and for UKI, uh, and I'm a full-time agility instructor. Um, so I kind of, you know, I know what it's like to uh, be struggling a little bit at the moment, but there's definitely a light at the end of the tunnel, thanks to... Uh, good people like you guys. And yeah, so that's, that's me. <laughs> that's my story. I mean, it's awesome. So again, you know, I was, we, we had a little pre-call before we started recording and um, just to give you some backstory, Michelle and I always kind of, you know, walk around and look at some of the top handlers in New England and, you know, now learning Stephanie's story and saying, you know, how do we become amazing? I wish we had grown up in agility and, that's an amazing foundation, but then you also have the juxtaposition of grace. So it's like agility really is for anybody at any point in their life. I've also seen women that started in, when they were 65 and empty nesters. And it's just, it's another thing that I love about the sport is that you can be in any position in life really and enjoy it. And so, you know, again, you know, to kind of segue into the positivity and the power of positivity, we literally, our last episode was about what's your positive in the pandemic. I'm, you know, we all could go on for days about how this is ruining our lives and it's changing things and it's definitely difficult, but there's some good things happening. And, and that's why I love the power of positivity that you guys are doing, the program that you're doing to help raise money for trainers. And, and Stephanie, it sounds like you're in this position and I want you guys to discuss more about the program how you become a part, how it kind of got started. But, um, you know, there's there's people out there that are trying to do good in this community. You guys are it. Um, you're some of it. There's others too. But I just really wanted to highlight that because it fits so well with our goal with this podcast, which is to get people interested in agility and the people that are already in it to keep you guys like 
thinking about how important I, I see some people that have been doing agility for 20, 30 years. And I don't know if they know or maybe have forgotten or just not displaying how, how important agility is to kind of the happiness of certain people. And it, it really is a community of people, even though we're out there running our dogs, there's so much more to just a trial. There's those years of training, the foundation training that you got. I mean, I can't thank my foundation trainer enough for how she got me started. And I had no clue what I was doing. None. <laughs> um, so that's what actually got me into becoming an agility trainer myself. I you know, I don't feel qualified to teach higher levels at all, but I certainly feel very qualified to teach the foundation because I've taken everything I've learned and I want to share that with others. So if you guys want to jump in and share your program, how it got started, um, why you are doing it and kind of the, the nuts and bolts of it, that would be super awesome. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I touched on a little bit sort of being in this position where I'm part of the community. Um, I'm great friends with a lot of agility trainers. Um, Stephanie started as my mentor and now we're besties. So she's stuck with me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But also having, um, you know, a a steady income source. And um, so what my, my vision behind this really was to find a way to spread a little bit of hope and positivity throughout the entire dog training community. I mean, I, I think throughout this podcast, we might abbreviate a little bit to agility, but just to be a hundred percent clear, um, this is impacting instructors in other dog sports, Mm -hmm. not in dog sports at all. Um, and those instructors have been nominated for this program. Uh, I haven't put any restrictions about sport or anything on that. So just to kind of give you guys a little bit of an idea of what we're actually doing um, to help spread positivity and hope, um, it's kind of a dual approach where on the one hand, we want to be supporting our instructors and trainers throughout these challenging times. On the other hand, I want to be spreading a positive message to our fellow competitors, our students, our friends, our colleagues. I think we've all been on Facebook. There's a whole lot of negative things happening. There's some Facebook threads blowing up and comments getting turned off and things like that. So I was sort of thinking, well, it would be great if a positive message just kind of spammed Facebook and I didn't see the negative things. And I think really at heart, I feel like we all do a little bit better when we're all doing good by each other. So that's what I was hoping to do with this. In in practice, you know, I, I don't want to dwell too much on the challenges, and you kind of touched on them a little bit in the intro, but as far as the instructors are concerned, for people who aren't aware, most of them are self-employed um, or work for or own their own small business. If you haven't kept up with the news, the Small Business Association ran out of their first round of funding. Many of the instructors that I know did not get that money. So for them, loans are really the only way forward. And I think as somebody who does financial planning in my normal life, uh, it concerns me and I wonder how they'll ever get out from under those loans. Now, I know some of them have forgiveness and things like that, but it is scary when you know that instructors were already having a hard time making ends meet. The situation that they're in now. If they're self-employed, historically, they wouldn't qualify for unemployment. Now, the legislature did change on that in mid-March, um, but the reality is that most states don't have processes in place to actually get money out to people. So the bottom line is our instructors are hurting. They don't have income coming in. 
those who own facilities have massive overhead costs that are continuing to pile up at the time that they can't use their equipment. As far as the challenges on the second prong, I don't even think I need to talk about them, but just there's a lot of negativity out there in the world. I think we're all disappointed, going a little stir crazy, missing our um, favorite pastimes and our favorite outlets. So if we could take a little bit of the focus off of all the things that we don't have and just be grateful for what we do have for a couple of minutes, um, and I can do that through this, that would be my goal. <laughs> no, I think that's just so awesome because, you know, kind of like you said, we, we need the positivity. We, we need that right now. There's a lot going on. We just, we all need this. And, and yeah, Kara, are we going to say about? Oh, just saying, so you guys have the donation. Um, I saw, I, I mean, it happened. I don't, I know the source. I don't know if we want to reveal, but I know about the Yukonuba. Um, that's on the website, but I was speaking to Jeff earlier about yep. that. Yeah. So Jeff Nider was, I was able definitely to... going to name drop him. Yeah. In there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just really cool. So I just want people and you guys can definitely describe this more too. And also Stephanie, I want to find out more because you're literally, you know, unfortunately the epitome of what we're trying to do good for. Um, no. But I just wanted to go into, so there's, there's multiple ways to donate. You can obviously just give money, but also if you have connections or ability, like Jeff doesn't own or work for Yukonuba, but he was able to convince Yukonuba to support this cause. And yep. so, um, you know, they also, you guys have awesome shirts. So P.S. the unicorn, I don't know if you know this, maybe from Morgana, but white boxers particularly are unicorns. Mm-hmm. And so um, I bought a couple of shirts. I'm probably going to buy a lot more. I just wanted to get them on and get the size because one of them's for me. Um, yep. but you guys have awesome sure. shirts. It's, it says share the sparkle. But what does the shirt say? It says leave a little sparkle. Leave a little, I love that. So I love that. I think we need to see. I want to flood the courses with those shirts because how cool would it be? Absolutely. We all saw. No, no offense, lab people, but what's your superpower? We all saw those shirts. All saw them out there. So. You know, let's share the, you know, let's all leave a little sparkle on the, on the course. I think, you know, so you have shirts, there's multiple ways you guys can get involved. So, so even if you are down, so one of the things, you know, as an, uh, um, you know, pet care business owner myself and trainer myself, I've always been thinking, well, I don't really have the funds to just, you know, go out and do cool stuff like that, but I can buy shirts. I can think about my connections. I used to have a pet supply store. Is there a company that I'm always thinking that way? Ask Michelle, I'm trying to get um kt tape to sponsor me because i'm literally held together by it so <laughs> i wrote them i was like because they always show like super athletes and, yeah and agility is athletic but you know i'm like i'm your middle-aged woman that you know is is the per you know is using your product and blah 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 so nothing happened to that yet but kt tape if you ever listen to this or anybody that knows kt tape <laughs> so anyways but so for for people who um you haven't seen my Facebook floods yet. First off, you got to start following me on Facebook. Yeah, we'll you'll put get this in the show notes. Drop, but... drop all your links, but we'll also, I need to get better about show notes, but we will link to all of this, I promise. Excellent. Um, so we started this as a t-shirt fundraiser. You know, Stephanie and I had this idea. Um, the slogan is all Stephanie's, and I'm going to let her tell you guys about the inspiration for that in a second. But we have been kicking around this t-shirt idea for a while. I think everybody's had one of these days where like, you know, you go to the trial and like for some reason, everybody at the trial is grumpy at eight o'clock in the morning. It's just one of those days. And you walk on site and the first person that you see says something like, man, my dog was terrible. And you're like, oh, it's going to be one of those days. So we were like, just want to. 
like make these t-shirts and like give them out to people walking around and anybody that I see saying a positive thing, I'm going to hand them this t-shirt and be like, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, I, I, uh, I had talked to Alyssa Vargas at Takeoff Canine Design about it a couple of weeks ago, kind of been like spitballing it, you know, now I'm bored with COVID-19 stay-at-home orders, so I kind of came up one night, Um, and then I didn't hear anything for a while, so I kind of thought it was a little bit dead. (laughs) You know, I was talking to Stephanie last week, and I was like, you know, I recognize I'm in this fortunate position, I want to do something to help somebody. I don't know what to do, like maybe some sort of fundraiser, but like, how do you even decide who, who it benefits? Like, shouldn't there be some, um, I don't know, global fund for agility instructors or something? There's not, by the way, I did look, (laughs) (laughs) but there could be for the future going forward. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, people have suggested it to me. So uh, if this keeps going, well, if it this might keeps be. going or if there's disasters, so say a hurricane hits somewhere or a tornado mm-hmm. or a flood or a fire, you know, this yeah. is world, you know, worldwide, but then it would give us the funds. You'd have a fund available to help that particular region. Yeah. yeah. And the logistics in place to start doing it. I do a lot of logistics in my normal life and I'm coming to really appreciate how those skills are helpful here. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so anyways, what we're doing is uh, we started selling t-shirts. We also accept donations. And then the third prong of this is anybody can nominate an instructor who has inspired them. And like I said earlier, I have no restrictions on that whatsoever. You just got to tell me their name, give me their email, and tell me why they inspire you. Um, And it has been absolutely crazy so uh, i'm emailing all of these instructors to reach out to them to make sure they're comfortable being part of this you know before i post them anywhere so um we'll get in a little bit later about the sort of response that i'm seeing and when the numbers are a little bit different that i quote to you guys that's why it's kind of like the delay and people getting back to me but i've been providing them the comments that the students are saying and i literally have instructors telling me that they were in tears reading their email um, I think I spammed Stephanie with like 10 of them. Sorry, <laughs> tears, definitely. I mean, I've had people say, I wasn't expecting to smile when I opened my email this morning. So to I, I'm not usually a feelings kind of person, but like that's huge to me. And yeah, I think the money is going to be helpful. I'd like to get more money to make it more helpful. But in a lot of ways, I think the gratitude and amazing positive feedback that folks are getting right now is almost as helpful as the money will be it's therapeutic it's good for them to hear it sucks that it takes a negative time but the power of positivity which is exactly what your program is about is not only bringing the needed funds but it's bringing the needed morale back to these trainers who literally had the rug pulled out from underneath them and and stephanie in a Mm. (laughs) i don't want to go negative but in a positive way you know i kind of want to hear what you're going through because you're on the forefront of this and really impacted by it. Yeah. Um, so, well, so Grace kind of touched on this earlier. Um, the, the idea for the shirts kind of stemmed from um, a local trial we were at. I remember very specifically walking over to her near the end of the weekend, just being a little bit set off with the situation. And, and anybody who knows me knows I'm queen miss positive. Like I'm very, very easygoing and, and laid back. So, um, but 
like like Grace had said, you know, you pull up at the trail at 8 a.m. and you smile and you say hi to people as you're walking by and literally you're just hit with people complaining about the about the courses, about, you know, about the judges, about their how far the walk is to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, agility is literally my whole world. Like I, I love it with all my heart and I'm choosing to spend my free weekend and my free time at a dog show because there is nothing cooler than getting to spend time doing this crazy thing that I love with my dogs. Like this should be fun. And I'm just, just hearing one negative comment after the other. And I, I walked over to Grace and I was like, Grace, I want a shirt that says no negative Nellies. Like, don't talk to me unless you're going to be positive. <laughs> so, so that's kind of where the, where the idea came from. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm self-employed. I am a full-time agility instructor and, um, and yeah, things have been a little bit difficult, but, um, when Grace had presented the idea of the fundraiser, I had told her, I think it's amazing. Um, obviously I would love all the money for myself, but at the same time, like I am very, very fortunate for the situation that I'm in. I'm, I have very little, I have very little like bills to pay essentially. Like I'm still living at home with mom and dad. So, and they are the most amazing parents in the world they are super they are. super supportive Plug of, of me parents. and my dreams <laughs> yeah so i mean i am super super fortunate for my situation and so yeah i could i could be way worse off and so i don't i don't need the money i want to help as many other people um as possible because that's really what it's all about is just in times of need like this coming together and spreading the, the positivity and the love and helping as many people as possible so yeah um, but I, like you, like you said, I've exhausted all the all the options for loans and um, unemployment, and it's it's hard. It's tough, Exhausting. and there's no <laughs> there's no more money. So it's like, what do you do? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I it's funny. I think Michelle and I can definitely relate to the negativity. We definitely experience it. I, you know, I go through certain walkthroughs, and there's you know. A, a threesome that always piles up and they complain about the angles or something like that. And I'm like, guys, give this course a chance, like run it first. I know you're predicting that your dog's going to have a hard time coming out of that tunnel and turning left, but just, just try, just try. Um, so I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. There's just, there's so many people that will say like, Oh, this is going to go wrong and that's going to go wrong. And this is going to go wrong. I'm like, well, course is because you're going to let it happen but (laughs) if you don't have this positive attitude about it how can you possibly feel like you're going to win on this course or do anything good if you don't have that mentality so it's I mean we definitely see it and like you said you go in at you know 7 30 in the morning and you got people all grumpy and it's like okay come on get your caffeine let's go that's good <laughs> yeah, I'm a big believer in like you receive what you put out into the world, and yeah. so like if you're already if you're already with the negative attitude, like yeah, you're gonna just that's that's what you're gonna attract. So let's just like look at the glass half full and just have a freaking positive attitude. Well, so, so this really touches me too because I recently, like in the past couple of months, I started. People joke it's a joke, but it's also serious. I've become people's spirit coaches. Um, so I have these friends that are, you know, this one friend, she has a weave pole problem. Um, she actually called me to check up on me today and I thought that was phenomenal. I'm going to throw, Toby Ann, thank you. (laughs) So, um, Toby Ann has a Portuguese water dog. She's a, that dog phenomenally trained. Kudos to her trainers. Kudos to her. 
um, they're having some weave pull issues or having some stress is- stress issues and she gets really down about it. And I've been there. It's not, I'm, I'm yeah. watching, it's like I'm watching myself again. And if I just, I had a support system around me. And so I try and just share that. And she called me her spirit coach. And so I do that for a couple people. And I literally, this is the selfish part of it. I get high on helping others. Absolutely. That's why I, that's why I do what I do. Yeah. There's no greater feeling than helping that novice team go from, from start to their, you know, to masters. It's just like the coolest thing watching them just thrive is like, it's what I live on. Yeah. So, and, yeah. But that's also why this program is so important because what, what those in the sport already know is if we do not support our trainers and our training facilities now, there'll be less of them later. Just like for shows, we're going to have, when we get back to trials, when, um, it's going to be tough because there's going to be people that are, you know, have trepidations about returning. So entries are going to be lower. That's hard on the clubs. They're already battling. Do we continue to hold the show or not? I mean, here we're canceled out through June. I mean, I'm looking at July, potentially August at this point. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I've also been looking at traveling. Um, <laughs> so, um, safely, of course, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. it's just... I think we 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 need to look at the bigger picture here and mm-hmm. you know anybody that's interested in getting into agility needs to start thinking about oh that a uh, you know dog training place I constantly pass on the corner that has had to been closed since you know for us it was March 23rd I believe everything was shut down so mm-hmm. I th- actually it was March 17th it was I remember, it was, yeah. it was, it was a sad... it was right after the right after our attacma trial. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> the last trial, the last trial. Which yeah. Anyways, so I just I want people to just start thinking. Um, you know, I, I think the news sold a lot of hope. You know, with the EIDL loans and the PPP loans, and everybody, even if you're self-employed, will get unemployment, and all of that is true. But there are people that have gone a month and a half now with zero. I mean, zero income. And those people weren't rich to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, we have to think about their morale. And also, if we want, if we selfishly want to be able to continue the sport, it starts with class. You can't just show up at a trial. It starts <laughs> at a class. And so what we will talk about next week too, and I definitely want to mention Stephanie. Stephanie has a foundations class. I really want to start people getting, now is the time. If you're at home, don't feel helpless. So many people, so many people got puppies. Yeah. Um, you like know, puppy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, real. It is real. I want a puppy so badly. I'm not going to lie. I want one so badly. But socialization is challenging right now. And training in a training environment is obviously challenging right now. But I don't want people to feel hopeless. When Morgana reached out about this, I was like, heck yeah. And then, I, you know, I fangirl a little bit. Hounds of heck. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, and I also, you know, Stephanie's an AKC judge. That's super cool. That's not... I've toyed with, you know, going down that process a lot and there's so much, I'm sorry, but designing courses is really difficult for me. I have to do it every mm-hmm. week for my novice baby students and I mm-hmm. even find that challenging. So kudos to judges. I know we, I know people are so easily criticizing courses, but until you've tried to build one yourself, which I bet most of you in the pandemic have tried, you don't know how hard it is. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll say, come up with a new respect for course builders and for judges making courses yeah. after all of this. <laughs> mm. 
I would also say a short shout out here to anybody that's interested in judging or wants to learn more about course building. I did the UKI Global Judging Program Level 1 a couple weeks ago. They offered it online, which was amazing. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> you know, I've been course building at trials, you know, not like a chief course builder, but like I go out there and I like move the stuff around and, you know, I can measure where stuff is, right? Like, and I, I've been designing maps for my classes and building maps for my classes. There was so much information and I need to study so hard before I even consider becoming a judge. So like anybody that just wants to get a little bit of an appreciation of exactly how hard it is to be a judge, go do that program. It's a phenomenal program. <laughs> that or even read the AKC blog post that they put out with changes. You know, when they oh. added the 10 foot tunnel and then all the angles, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I I pride myself on being pretty expert at a lot of stuff AKC, but my brain was like, nope, this is why I appreciate judging, and this is further why I'm probably not going to become a judge, and I'm going to further respect the judges. You know, there's definitely judges where I'm like, this course was, you know, technical, or this course didn't flow, or this, and it's like, oh, I have watched my students struggle on my, like, circles that I built. <laughs> so it's, I know. They're like, the angle of this jump. I was like, oh, don't I know. <laughs> When you're like, oh, yeah, that's I not where I thought the challenge really was. <laughs> yeah, yeah I say? used to be really critical at first when I didn't really know. But then um, as I learned to be a course builder, and, and I am a chief course builder for, for some of our trials. So I have definitely developed a, a respect for angles and distances and all of that, just from building courses and then trying to build my own courses for myself out in the field. And I'm like, well, that was an epic fail just for myself. I'm like, okay, there's just, you know, and then you have restrictions on, you know, the size of the, the course and the spacing and the rings that you're, that you're kind of designing in. And or one the of poles. our, like, common, <laughs> oh, the poles, oh the my poles. God. <laughs> yeah, one of our, like, our most popular trial site in our area is, is kind of pushing towards, like, the bare minimum, like, the minimum allowed area. So it's a very difficult air room to build uh, courses in if you're not entirely sure how to navigate it. Or another one that we trial at has poles. It has four poles in the, in the course. And it's like, oh my God, how do you, how do you navigate around these? So it's, yeah. And I think people are quick to judge about courses. And then, you know, I think it, I think we all need a new appreciation for everything that judges are doing in course design. All that is not easy. Absolutely. And also just to think about the people involved in agility and back to kind of the power of positivity. So Stephanie is a full-time trainer and also a judge. And while judging is usually supplemental income, people are affected by that. Some people live off of that supplemental income. They have a decent job, but, you know, they they judge because it helps certain things in their life or it helps, you know, allow them to be, you know, participate in agility. I work like five different jobs. I have a full-time job. I consult, I ha own a dog walking business with my husband and I teach, uh, you know, intro foundations to agility. So it's like, I do all these things. So I have, I can spend that money on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the judges, we, you know, the field reps that were laid off, it's just, yeah, like, this is so impactful that I think, um, I think we all need to step back. You know, I, I first, and we discussed this in one of our former episodes about refunds and how, okay, yeah, it kills the club, but you're also killing the exhibitor and we have to reach some kind of balance where, um, you know, clubs can come together. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, of course, the pandemic's going to bury some clubs. That's, that's an unfortunate thing that's going to happen, but there's also some clubs that's like, okay, can you 
raise for one year your your membership fees? Can you, you know, can you pull upon mm. your hundreds of members to pay $25 instead of 15 I mean, my Aubrey Club is $15 to join. I would gladly pay 50 to 75 if it meant that we could host more trials. It would recoup some of those funds. So, you know, we just have to kind of think about what we can all do together because it's the power of numbers and that's what we have yep. in agility we are all in the same boat the playing field has been leveled no one's gaining invitational points no one's qualifying for nationals although thank you akc yep. we already did for 2021 <laughs> um and on both fronts but you know we have to think about with this free time what can we constructively do and what can we constructively support you know i'm personally going to buy more shirts for gifts because again yeah white boxers are unicorns and they're like super special so it has a double meaning and i love to just you know we should be shitting glitter all over the courses i'm just saying <laughs> preach girl preach <laughs> because we're right you know what when we get back and this i'm gonna i'm gonna hold myself to it michelle you can back me up when we get back we need to be so thankful that we have trials and classes again that the first person to complain about something, I'm gonna yeah. call out and tell them yeah. to get out. Like, oh yeah, I'm oh, done. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm done with the negative Nellies. We don't come to this sport. Your dog, yeah. your dog didn't fill out that form. They just want to exactly. go have fun with with mom or dad. Right. That's all they wanted to do. And as Abby Hansen says, it's just dogs jumping over plastic. So at the end of the day, you just exactly. You know, we need to be aware of that. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm super excited about what you guys were doing. I'm really glad that Morgana, um, you know, pointed this out to me. I'm stoked that it's only been three days because let's let's kill it. Let's think of, you know, more people that have connections like Jeff Nider to Yukonuba. Yeah. There's Pro Plan out there. There's a lot of companies that you, dog food sales are still doing okay. I'm actually still in the pet retailer world. Um, I get all my little magazines and I'm still in all my little groups and I watch them and sales have flattened, but they've stayed steady because dogs need to eat. Yeah. Dogs are still being fed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let me, um, let me throw some numbers at you guys about sure. what we've been able to do in three days and where we hope we can go. Um, so I pulled these numbers just shortly before, um, this podcast. So I would have something sort of up to date for you guys, but as of right now, we're at $2,800 in total proceeds. So that's a combination of sales of the t-shirt and also uh, that's the profits from the sales of the t-shirt. I do have to pay off Alyssa Vargas at Takeoff Canine Design. I mean, Homegirl has like 100 t-shirts to make right now. So I do not begrudge her a penny of the money that she's getting for this. Also, her design was freaking phenomenal. Yeah. I literally said to her, um leave your sparkle on the course and a unicorn and she came up with this super cool design which she did tell me originally it looked like it was farting the stars <laughs> <laughs> which Sorry, wouldn't be bad out there but you you mentioned farting out glitter everywhere so um so we've got twenty eight hundred dollars in total proceeds we've got $1,490 in donations alone right now, which is awesome. Yep. I have 30 nominees, instructors, who have responded back to me. So these are the people that have told me it's cool for me to post their picture and their name. I actually have 43 individuals that I have been contacted about. I'm still waiting on responses from people. So instructors, if you're listening to this and you haven't checked your email in a while, go check your email. Um, <laughs> I have gotten 65 nomination forms. 
So I'm getting multiple nominations for some of the same instructors, which is phenomenal. And I'm hoping to um, showcase that in my instructor spotlights. So in the evenings, I'm trying to pick an instructor, post their picture and post some of the comments their students provided. Um, you know, just as another way of raising things up. As you mentioned, Jeff Nider helped us um, get Yukonuba to donate 20 $65 gift vouchers um, that are good in stores. So basically that's the equivalent of a 45 pound bag of dog food of any of their varieties. I have also reached out to a lot of the large pet supply stores. I'm hopeful that some of them are gonna come forward with some things. Um, I don't wanna say too much though, because you know it's all very, nothing solid yet. But look, if you're doing the math at home, we've got $2,800 and 30 instructors. That's not a lot of money. My goal, and this is this is a big goal, but you guys gotta help me get there. I would love to be able to give $1,000 to every instructor. And by the way, I'm still taking nominations. So we gotta get the numbers up on the donations. We gotta get more money coming in. And honestly, the t-shirts are great. I love the t-shirts. The t-shirts aren't gonna do it. We only make like, I think it's like 12 bucks on each t-shirt. So. Anybody who has suggestions or ideas for how we can start bringing some more money in, like I said, I've already reached out to some of the big suppliers. We do have another t-shirt design in the works that Stephanie kind of previewed, the No Negative Nellies t-shirt. Um, <laughs> that will be coming out. Uh, Takeoff Canine Designs is gonna help us with that design as well. So we're gonna let her catch up on the current shirt orders before we slam her with some more shirt orders. <laughs> um, we're also hoping to release some additional colors of the current shirts um, later down the road. And I do have maybe some collaborations with some small vendors where we can try to work out a raffle type thing through the website. I'm mostly trying to sort out the logistics and how that would all work with the whole Stripe PayPal shenanigans that's going on. Um, and one thing that's worth mentioning, anybody who's tried to use the website in the past 24 hours and use PayPal yeah. may have error messages. Yep. Yeah. Um, PayPal locked me out of my account. <laughs> Lovely. Because of unusual activity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just paid with my credit card, but I did run into that. I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was I looking for the PayPal option and I was like, I don't see it. I guess I'll just pay with my credit card. <laughs> no, I deactivated the PayPal this morning um, when I, I realized, so you know, the, I knew I was locked out. I thought they would still take um, the money in, but they just weren't going to let me move it. It turns out, I guess when you start a business and take over 80 orders in three days, they get a little bit worried about your ability to deliver on those orders. <laughs> so um, there's like 10 orders that are holding us up. They're flagged in their system. We have those prioritized to hopefully go out this weekend. If we put tracking numbers in, hopefully they'll release my money and I can put the PayPal link back up on there. But that was, that was a little frustrating, a lot of trying to explain that I'm I'm running a fundraiser and I'm trying to help people and you guys are impeding my ability to help people. I didn't get very far with that argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's awesome. And I think if people can just, I mean, it, it, a little bit goes a long way and it's the power of numbers. So I know, <laughs> and Michelle knows, I added up how much I've saved in entry fees. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, it's a substantial amount of money. So, yeah, think about that. Maybe take half of that, a quarter of that, third of that. Donate mm -hmm. that, you know? I'd love to get a little, like, consortium of matching donors together. You know, if people, like, maybe want to 
pull together and say, okay, well, if you'll donate this much, I'll match you or something like that. Um, if anybody out there is like thinking about how they can help us with this, that would be great. Thanks. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Stephanie, any kind of, you know, we should wrap this up because, you know, I can feel the alcohol kicking in. <laughs> um, is there anything else you would like to share? I mean, pretty much anything. I mean, it just, you know, I love the power of positivity. I love what you guys have come up with. I'm, you know, fully supporting this and fully behind this. And, you know, I'll think of vendors too. I think if we can think outside the box and think of people that are doing well in the pandemic that want to help others, there are still a lot that are working from home and their expensive has expenses have dropped dramatically. So Mm -hmm. they might have a little bit of extra fun and think of it this way. You're not only just supporting people and doing well, but you're um, protecting the future of our sport. And I think that's what's important. And honestly, like, sorry to jump in here on you, Stephanie, but (laughs) look, guys, if you don't want a t-shirt and you don't want to donate to Power Positivity, that's totally cool. Almost every instructor I know is running an online course right now. So if you want a meaningful way that you can impact a specific instructor that you know and see the impact, take their online course. You're stuck at home. You got nothing else to do. It provides you a little bit of structure and motivation to actually get that out there and train. I mean, I've even seen certain instructors are still doing online group classes. So like you can still kind of get that collaboration with your friends and things going on. So I'd really encourage you to not think, oh, I'm in quarantine and I can't do agility. Trust me, I was there like for the first two weeks. I'm in a townhouse in Philadelphia with no yard with four dogs and two board collies. I'm doing parking lot agility. Is the footing ideal? Absolutely not. But you know what? We we do what we got to do. And I can still work on a lot of the foundation behaviors mm-hmm. that, you know, I kind of neglected because I was so focused on running full courses. And I wanted to be running full courses because that's fun for me. And frankly, I've kind of re-found my passion in basic dog training that I hadn't realized that I had lost. Yeah, the devil's in the details. All about the little detail work. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of figured out the same too. Like the first couple weeks, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm more of like the introvert. So the first couple weeks, I was kind of like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna stay home. This is like my normal life. Mm-hmm. After I go to work, I go home. And then I kind of hit me, and I was like, oh my god, I need to do training. And I have a young dog who's who's 12 months old um, that I'm building up for agility, and I've done a lot of foundation work with her, but I have definitely cleaned up a lot of my cues. I've cleaned up a lot of work with her just in these past couple of weeks because I realized that I still had so much that I, that I wasn't doing that I really should have been. And now that I have the time and I'm really focusing on all those really little details and I'm doing a couple little online things and it's, it's helped me so, so much. And it's really given me a new appreciation for, for doing all of that and, and really taking the time to focus on it. Cause I did not focus on the foundation enough with my second dog with the first dog it was it was so different um because we started a little bit later and and things are so different with your first dog than they are with the second but i realized that i definitely didn't do enough foundation work so please by all means support support your instructors support the online classes online dog training is surprisingly fun and easy to do and pretty addicting i have to say i bought myself a tripod and i'm pretty addicted to filming myself now and it's amazing how much you can learn by filming yourself 
Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, you guys already touched on a lot of it, but yeah, the, the foundation training literally never ends. And, um, if you want to get better at something, you want to perfect your craft, you have to be like a little bit obsessed about it. I think I am stealing that from, um, what's his name? Uh, that basketball star. Great. Help me out here. Kobe. Yeah. A Kobe Bryant, um, podcast that I had listened to, you know, he like, got so good at his craft because he was obsessed with going back and watching the videos. And so that's what you got to do. Right. Um, but yeah, the foundation training never ends and, uh, and be able to have this time now to find the joy in, in what it is that we love so much about the sport. It really comes down to the training of the dog, the, the bond that you create when you train your dog. Um, that's, that's what it's all about. So Go support your local trainers and spread the love and spread the positivity. And thank you guys so much for having us on here. Um, we really, really appreciate it. Okay, huge takeaway there. Find the joy. Sorry. Sorry. I just, I, yeah. I loved that. Find the find joy and the, the power. Joy. Find the joy and the power of positivity. That is the theme of this. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Grace. I was just saying, just finish be a negative out. Nelly because I might throw a shirt at you someday. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we don't want to reward them with positive reinforcement. We have to think of something negative to throw Ooh, at the sure. negative Nellies. Like the negative sure. Nellies. Like, you don't get a shirt. You get a shirt if you say something good. Let's do that. Exactly. Positive exactly. reinforcement because then people would just be like, oh, I'll say something negative and I don't get a t shirt for it. Unless they get like a really bad T-shirt and we make them wear it, like I was Ooh. a negative Nelly. Yeah, I was a negative Nelly, so I have to oh, wear yeah. a shirt and make it like some ugly brown color, <laughs> <laughs> like a little a little Mean Girls on you. Like you can't sit with us. <laughs> yeah, the dumpster. <dumpster. laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. I'm gonna put Stephanie. I'll get this information from you. I'll follow up in our messenger. Yeah, messenger. But I want to get um, links to your foundations class because that's also going to segue into our next episode. And then super. Grace, obviously, I'm going to put up the Power of Positivity links. And yep. um, I'm just super stoked to be able to share this. I hope, you know, this brings awareness. Michelle and I are not shy about sharing on social media. And we've got our friend Morgana that's going to go, you know, balls to the wall with this too. So, and I want to get this on the West Coast. We're all East Coasters. Let's get this, let's get this West Coast. So first person on the West Coast to pick it up, I will buy you a shirt. How about that? You tell me the size, I'll buy you a shirt. So, like it. Uh, <laughs> start line pod um you can find us on spotify and all that good stuff i'll put that in the show notes too but yeah guys if you have any questions or email you know feel free to email us at startlinepod at gmail.com otherwise i'm going to say adieu i'm going to make my dog food because that's how i spend my i don't even know blur's day evening it's blur's day <laughs> right day whatever day it is um my one friend melissa from agility who i love shout out melissa it's her birthday she forgot because she had no idea what day it is <laughs> <laughs> so thanks thanks to facebook for that so all right power of positivity go spread power po- positivity um enjoy your evening guys and thanks so much for coming on with us yep thank you hey guys thanks for listening to our episode number six We were so excited to bring this episode to you. Um, What Grace and Stephanie are doing with the Power of Positivity fundraiser is just, it's so needed right now. Being immersed in this industry, the the pet care industry and training is, it's really hard for people. So we're really grateful for anything that anyone can do. And so I want to give you guys some links here. I'm also going to put these on social media and in our show notes, but For Grace, it's houndsofheck.com backslash nominations, or even just go to her website and click on nominations. You will find out all about the power of positivity and how you can contribute, either donations, email her, reach out if you have ideas for connections with companies, 
please let's let's help you know we have 30 nominations as of now let's raise that number let's raise the amount of money for them and really support our sport um, we're going to need our, our instructors when we get back because you <laughs> we're going to need them <laughs> so and also Stephanie Rayner um, who was on with us this evening too she also has an online foundations class which is phenomenal so that's Stephanie with an F S T E F A N I E and Rainer, which rhymes with trainer. Uh, just take away the T. <laughs> it's R A I N E R. So stephanierainer.com. You can find her class there. And as always, our episodes are produced by Michelle and I. We are novices at this, but we have big hearts and huge passion for the sport of agility. So take care, everyone. Have a wonderful day or evening, depending on when you're listening. Come back for more episodes. Our next episodes are going to cover. Anything that you can do in the pandemic, whether you have equipment or not, or um, independent of any level that you are with your dog, whether you're just starting out. So definitely want to listen in if you're interested in this crazy thing we keep talking about agility. Otherwise, um, take care and we'll see you next week.